This audio was taken from the Let Her Be Heard live show. What if there are no mistakes? How does this change our life? How we show up, respond, and how we feel within ourselves? I'm Andrea Gullick. And I'm Barb Gibson, and we are here to let her be heard. We absolutely are. And this topic, I say it every week, Barb, but I really do love this topic. So this is a topic we've chosen to come in and share from our hearts to our audiences. Because this is, I think this is a big deal. I think this is a really big deal in being able to look at life through a different lens and just explore what that would feel like to really ponder this. And I wonder, I do wonder whether or not we take enough time to stop and kind of recognise the difference between responding and reacting to life Mm. and the, you know, the fears and the, like what holds us back from doing that thing that we really want to do. And I think it's that what happens if I get it wrong? What happens if I'm wrong? What happens if that's a mistake and I shouldn't do that? And I just wonder, Barb, if if we could sit for even just 30 seconds and go, what if there are no mistakes? Whether that would change our courage and change our, oh, okay, I've got choices and I can do these these things and choices of how I look at what's happened, choices of how I look at what's going to happen, choices of right here, right now, how do I feel? So I'm going to throw it over to you, Bob. Like what's your take on, I know, because I, I kind of know, right? Like I kind of know in, in a way, in a way, because we talk about these things all the time, right? But what is your take in terms of looking at life through, are there mistakes? Is this wrong? Did I get it right? Yeah. And so, so welcome. We've got someone that's tuning in saying, hi, just let us know who it is because uh, it's coming up with Facebook user. And But we really love to know who's with us. So thank you for joining and tuning in. How do they change that, Andrea? So in our Facebook group, there's a little, if you have a look at the at the top there's a little link that it says uh, click on here so that your name can be visible because in our group you have to give permission on our pages and obviously if you're listening to the podcast you're wondering what on earth is going on. But, <laughs> we yeah, so our Facebook user in our group, uh, just click on the link so that we can see your name and everybody else, that's totally fine. But back and to they only you, have Bob. to do that one time, right? They, they do that yeah. one time and it'll show up. One time. Yeah. One yeah, time. so I just want to help people with that. So, um, yeah, this whole concept, Andrea, you know, I listened to a song that changed my perspective about this. And I think I might have shared the song with you. I don't know or not. But there's a line in the song and it says, there are no mistakes, just chances we've taken. And when I pondered that line, it really changed a lot of a lot of things for me that what if I can't make a mistake? Now, do I know that there's consequences to things that I choose to do? There's consequences to things other people do. There are consequences. But what if, what if there are no mistakes about that? And, um, you know, when, when it's little things, it can seem like, okay, it's not that big a deal. But what about the big things? What about the big things, Andrea? And, you know, 
I guess I'm jumping in there really quick to the big things because I, I like to talk about the big things because those are the things that people are really often like, yeah, but what about this? And so, you know, the big thing that probably you and I both go to a lot of times is, is the death of our husbands and how that happened and what, you know, like both of us was early, way premature compared to the normal flow of life that we see happen. And in the moment, that seemed like it was a huge mistake. How could this be? What is happening? And then as life has played out, many thoughts have changed for me that what if that wasn't a mistake? And boy, this goes into a lot of areas, Andrea. As we talk about this, I'm like, whoa, this goes into a big area. Because for one thing, if you it's if you believe in life after death, if you believe that we are here as a soul living a human experience, then you know, for Fred, my husband, there was there's life after death for him. He's just in a different a, a different, you know, he's it's a different realm, form, different realm. There we go. Yeah. And um, then for me, life continued and, and life has unfolded in beautiful ways um, because of my lack of resistance is why I think life has unfolded for me. Did I resist at first? Absolutely. As I keep going and I am more accepting, and we talk about this frequently, about the acceptance of what is going on versus resisting it, being in the moment, being here right now, present, and not resisting what is happening eliminates so much pain and confusion and stuff. So I really, this changed my life when I started thinking, what if there are no mistakes? So our conversation today is we're not saying we're right, we're wrong. We're just saying that we know it's changed our life this concept and we've seen it happen to a lot of other people when they start thinking about this and so I'm gonna I feel like I, I feel like it's a it's a two-way thing Bob what I feel in terms of this if there's no mistakes so in terms of how you shared so beautifully about the that you got to a stage where you began to accept and there was less resistance in terms of the the hardship of your pain and and living without Fred Mm -hmm. and how we can look at the big things or the little things or just the things that have happened that create that suffering and I've I've talked before maybe about the the differentiation for me between pain and suffering yes and that's a really good point you bring up you've talked about that yeah share more so like my perspective around how I view the death of my husband and how I view the illness of my son, that changed my suffering. The the pain, I believe, we will always experience. We are going mm. to experience pain. Like, there's no avoiding the fact that when the love of your life never comes home, that it's not going to absolutely shatter your heart into a million pieces and you will experience pain. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm talking about the suffering. I'm talking about when we go into that resistance of what is, and that's a little further down the track because we need to go through our natural processes of integrating the experience. Absolutely. We're not, we're not, we're not saying let's jump over it. Let's go, oh, well, yes, that, that, that's, there's no mistake there. So, okay. But also I believe it's so super powerful, Barbara, what it feels like for me 
so super powerful when we're here right now and we're thinking about our future. We're not living in the future, but we're thinking about the future and the what ifs. Like <laughs> what if, if there's no mistakes and we can't get something wrong because whatever is going to play, play out is going to play out and we just get choices. Like We just get choices of how does this feel for me. To me, that lessens the what, what if I get it wrong? What if this yeah. stuff's up? What if this makes me a bad person? Like I feel like it just the, it opens up a lot of freedom in, in how we feel in this moment because we've talked before, Barb, about living in the past, not great, living in the future is not great, living in the moment is perfect mm-hmm. while being aware of those playing out there. Yeah, but, but this is the only moment that exists. Exactly. And so if we can't get anything wrong and if nothing that's come to pass has been wrong, then what does that mean? Like what does that mean in how we can feel right now? Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's super important, I feel, for us to be exploring this, you know, this idea of well, what what if yeah. there are no mistakes. So, yeah, I could say you wanted to go, go. Well, just because it gives you more peace in the moment. And um, I forget some of what I was thinking about, but just that, you know, Andrea, you and I talk about the death of our husbands and that frequently, but it's it can be things of like, I, I, I don't like this job I'm in, but I can't afford to leave it. Or, you know, how did I find myself here? It's it's when you can wonder, what if there are no mistakes? What if this is exactly where I'm supposed to be? And you start looking at your situation in a different way, you'll feel different. You'll get a different way. And the reason when you start doing that a little bit at a time, like when you said you have to feel it, you do have to feel it. But the suffering that you're talking about as you do this road, this journey, it becomes quicker for you. You're like, you have some experience under your belt. You have some, some evidence that everything is going to be okay. Everything is okay. And it's going to be okay. And it takes away that suffering as much. doesn't mean it's not painful, but it takes away the suffering and the what ifs and why didn't this happen? And all those questions you can just feel the feeling of it instead of the anxiety, maybe. Would that be a word to put to it, Andrea? The anxiety, yeah, the worry, the frustration, the constriction, anger. isn't it? Constriction, it, it yes. Constricts us. And when we feel constricted, life will constrict in around us. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's like just open up to the possibility of feeling different about this and you know, for me, Barb, in terms of coming to that point, coming to that point of what happened for me in terms of my husband's passing was that I got to a stage where I began to be grateful for things that came after that. Yeah. So I began to be able to see almost the black and now and my journey was getting to a point where I was comfortable to be able to speak about this because part of the suffering of getting to the point of how I feel today Mm -hmm. was the fear of how that might be interpreted. 
tentacles out, you know, out there. Yeah. Like what what do, will they think if I start to say, well, I'm grateful for this experience because I went to uni afterwards and became a teacher, which I would never have done probably. Hmm. I am now on this journey doing this that feels so good for my soul to be able to support other people. I don't think I ever would have been doing this, but there's a lot about me that is who I am because everything was ripped out from under me. Exactly. And, and when I this was a thing, I got to a place of going, I can look at how devastating my life became and I can stay there. I can literally stay there if I want. We've all got a choice. Or I can begin to recognise and that and that's a personal thing for me. How do I want to feel in the moment? How do I want to feel because I've got two little boys that are they've got one parent now. And this was the thing that went through my mind, Barb, at, at that kind of when I was on the cusp of what is going on for me. I literally sat and thought, they can be left with one parent that's a basket case. And and how's that going to work out for my babies? Or I can I, I can start looking at this through a different lens and begin to make choices about how I want to be able to move forward. Mm-hmm. And it was through that gratitude. But and and so essentially it is that, essentially it is that we will be in positions because life is that we can consciously choose how we want to be able to view the situation and going back to the the thing that we talk about so often about peace or pain to feel like that's a mistake that is wrong that should never have happened that is completely unfair like why does that happen to me what have I ever done wrong to deserve this and those things might be true I'm not saying that they're not true as right in, right you're not Mm-mm. But does that take us closer to peace or pain to stay there with that? Yeah. And that's what we talk about, Andrea. Like, this is our our thing. It's a choice. It's always a choice. And so what we're saying to our listeners is you don't have to believe this. But if you're in pain and you're not experiencing peace, maybe this is something you want to look at. Yeah. What if? And that's how we're suggesting. What if there are no mistakes? And instead of blaming and being angry and all that, what if you can just come to a place of like, what if that was meant to be and accept it? And, you know, part of the reason I think we don't accept it is because as a, as a society, I think so often we have labeled things. That's bad. That's good. And uh, like, there's times when how am I supposed to be happy about how am I supposed to be happy right now how can you be happy this just happened how can you be happy it's almost like you're not supposed to be happy don't be happy (laughs) what if I can be happy what if I can and by happy I don't mean I'm all excited I mean peaceful I mean Mm. I'm settled within me like like there's a, a a calmness um and we all know that that's a choice because we can have people in the same situation One of them's really calm. One of them's just really upset by it. And so it's possible. All of all of everything you experience isn't dictated by one emotion. We all get to choose how we feel. And so 
I'm sorry. No, I just want to say this whole journey that we do, let her be heard, is all about exploring yourself. Am I peaceful? Do I want to be more peaceful? Do I like it the way I am? Whatever it is, it's okay. You're okay. But if you want to move from one place to another, you've got a choice. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know that can be hard to reconcile sometimes, can't? Or I think it it can. Mm -hmm. It can be really hard to reconcile that. Oh, because it it sort of carries through from last week's call a little bit, doesn't it, Barb? In terms of what secondary Mm game, secondary game. If if I sit here and and go, this you know this happened to me. This is so terrible. Like I can't do anything about it. It literally means you don't have to do anything about it. Right. it means that you don't have to make a decision to change anything because yeah. that can be uncomfortable too. Change can be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it's that, you know, what's so important for us, I believe, to be able to share with our audience is that we are all about how are you feeling in this moment, mm-hmm. in this moment. And sometimes how we feel in this moment is dictated by how we are viewing our past and what we're fearing for our future. And I love that you use that word dictating, dictated by rather than I am powerful and I get to dictate how I feel. It's we are all about taking your power back to it's that switch. This is not being done to me, it's being done for me. I've heard that like that. Um, quote over and over that life is not happening to us it's happening for us and when it's happening for us that puts us in the position of going okay what what can I integrate what can I learn what can I take away from this how can you know and then begin to be the the choice maker instead of the recipient yeah and that that word happening for me that can be that could be a stretch for somebody. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's not the right word. I'm just saying that like what if you can just be peaceful and things just are? It's not, it's good, it's bad. It's happening against me, it's happening for me. It's just, it just is. But there's a different energy of it happening to us, as in mm-hmm. for the feeling I get is that when things are happening to us. We have no power. There's oh, nothing I see what you're saying. about that. Mm-hmm. When it's happening for us, it, it's like it's like a gift in terms of what we can learn or how we can grow from it. It's it's more so that like w- words are words, but what, the energy that I feel is really from that we that it's happening to us, that we have no power, we have no control, we're just, you know, we're just getting battered by the seas and, oh, you know, I just have to, you know, there's nothing I can do. Whereas, like, the energy that I want to be able to share is that we can always, we can always respond in a certain way at a certain time. Yeah, and so the difference in what we're talking, Andrea, could be it's happening to me and I have no control. We don't have control over so much. Mm-hmm. We don't have control. The only thing we do have control over is our own response and how we choose to look at something and the energy we choose to give it and the resistance or the acceptance. That is all we have control over. 
uh-huh. because we don't have control over. So I think you and I are are splitting hairs, and yet it could feel. It's you know. it's that feeling though, right? It's mm-hmm. like it really comes back to, like I said, when I say words are words, it's because there's so often that we talk, Bob, <sighs> and it's like there's no words. I just I just know what this, you know. So that's what I mean. It's like I yeah, can't. but it is that whole like the resistance, the resistance that sometimes we can fall into of mm-hmm. what is that takes us away from peace, which goes back into that constriction and limits limits how we can you know step towards the very things that might actually change our experience like you know that is something as we're talking Andrea that could that be a gift we give to ourselves that that is what is happening to us is what we choose to how we choose to look at the situation how we choose to enter into it um I, that just kind of hit me like it's a real gift to yourself to allow yourself to experience peace. It's a yeah. gift. And you see, we see people when they step into it, it changes so many areas of their life. And it is truly stepping into acceptance of the way things are, not being able to control it. It just is. Versus resisting, how can this be? Like all the things you said, they did this blaming tentacles out of it's everyone else's stuff and not mine. And that can all be true. We don't have any control over that. But what we, again, we can, we yeah. have the power over our own peace. And that's what we're, that's what we're trying to share here is that that is what we have experienced in our life. And it's it's changed everything and um it's just really interesting to to live like this many people don't think it can be possible as much as it really is and we don't make it up it's <laughs> so i'm not laughing at what you're saying i've literally got the word possibility in my mind oh. you said no 100 i'm sitting here and i'm listening intently i promise you bob but i'm like <laughs> what what about if we could open up to the possibility or what if people could open up? And then you say it. And how often does that happen where you're thinking something else? Like, but anyway, <laughs> but because it is about that acceptance and the resistance to what is. But I think this is a massive, massive, like, shift in perspective or understanding or integrating or opportunity of peace for our future mm-hmm. because what if, people opened up to the opportunity that I can't make a mistake. If there's no mistakes, I can't possibly make one. So I can't possibly get anything wrong. Like you said beautifully before, that doesn't mean there's not consequences. This is not like the Barb and Andrea open ticket to go rob a bank. Like we're not. <laughs> no. just, well, it's not a mistake. They said it's no mistake. What do you, why am I in jail? They said it's not a mistake. Like, you know. That's because you think jail is a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) We don't want everybody running around like going and robbing banks and and stuff like that. So, (laughs) however, a lot a lot of the times, Barb, I'm sure we see the same thing over and over where people are literally stuck 
they are stuck in their life. They are not really moving. They're not enjoying it. They're not peaceful. A lot of the time they're not happy. And for a large proportion of people, they're probably medicated to, to ignore the fact that they're not happy, right? Mm-hmm. We, don't have, we don't have a crisis for no reason. And that stuckness, I feel, is from not wanting to get it wrong. What will they say? What will, what will this mean about me? And the, like the opportunity to follow what is deep in your heart, like what your truth is. And that doesn't mean that they're easy decisions. Yeah. But that stuckness. <laughs> Sorry, Dee's just let us know that she just got her balaclava out ready. So <laughs> I'm glad we clarified that this, this is not a Robbing Banks show. <laughs> it's not what we for. But you know those But think about it, Andrea. Think about it. if you thought there were no mistakes, you wouldn't be afraid to try stuff. You wouldn't be That's afraid right. to do stuff. You wouldn't be afraid. Think of a child. A child sometimes we're like, I can't believe they just jumped off that. Or they just, whatever they do, there's when no there's fear. no fear, they're just happy. They're, they don't even know. They aren't even considering the consequences. Nothing is holding them back. And so what if you look at it like, can't do anything wrong, you, and you are like a child, like. Because we yeah. always talk about the small things and it's not even that small. I know, like, you know, we, we talked about death and bank robbing. I'm bringing it back into the everyday <laughs> thing. Of, the everyday thing of, and I see it, Bob, and I've been it, so I know that it's true. The opportunity to say, no, I don't want to do that because you can't get anything wrong. You can't, like, you can't, there's nothing in terms of, say, offending someone or that people-pleasing thing. Or, right. I really want to get rid of it. I do not want to go to this job. I hate it. Oh, but, you know, that's wrong because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like if there are no mistakes, yeah. we have the opportunity, we can give ourselves the opportunity to just move by feel. Mm-hmm. What feels right? What feels good to me? What because all I just feel like all of that, oh, no, I can't do that. Oh, I can't say that. Oh, I need to go because they expect me to turn up. Oh, yeah. and it's all of this moving and moving based on we don't want to get it wrong. We don't yeah. want to, we don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to look like we've hopeless because that's our sixth, sixth job in six months or whatever it is out there that we are perceiving is wrong. What if you were always meant to have six jobs in six months? Yeah. And Andrea, this whole conversation is leading us to another one. We should do another show on it of like following peace. Because those that following peace doesn't mean the answer is always the same. It could be it could be one way this day, but another way another day. And um I don't even know where we're at with time because I, you know, you keep track of the time, but um, yeah, I keep track of the time because there's no mistakes. <laughs> we can't get this wrong, Bob. <laughs> we're good, this we're could good. be next week's show, though. How to follow peace because it's a really big deal of following peace, and oh my gosh, that's where I have found the most adventure in my life. The most magical moments 
of following peace, no matter what anybody else thinks it looks like, to just follow your own peace. That's brave. That's courageous. That's knowing there are no mistakes. And I'm going to follow this. And, you know, to other people, it might look like you made a mistake, but there, what if there are none? So, and that's, yeah. And that's the thing when you were talking is that opening up, like following peace and opening up to opportunities that mm -hmm. if there are no mistakes, because that to me, like, honestly, that's where the adventure is. It is. like, honestly, in terms of us moving here, like we moved 19 hours away, no jobs, no house, knew, didn't know a person, didn't know what we were doing, didn't really have a great deal of cash in the bank. Like there are so many people that thought we were just crazy. Mm-hmm. And the the feeling of is, is everything sorted? Bob, you know everything's not sorted. Is Is everything always ever sorted? I don't know. But... I know for me the feeling in my heart and the inner freedom of knowing that this was the choice that we made without any idea of the future, that's peace. Yeah, and and you can you follow it. Opportunities don't open until you'll step into them. You sit on the couch all day and wait for all that stuff to happen, it won't. You gotta take the one next step. Take the one next step, following your own peace, and then other doors will happen. So, And Dee's just responding to what we're saying, that um, so true, she's had many contract jobs and others have commented on this. She enjoys the short-term jobs. It's a new adventure each time. Exactly. And so this is not to say that other people won't say we're making mistakes or we're getting it wrong, but that's okay. Because maybe maybe that's the whole point. It's like, can we feel into this? Oh man, I just got an opportunity to see what this feels like, and just just follow the feeling. Yeah, follow the feeling of peace, right? That's That's right. Follow peace. So maybe I'll call next week and we follow peace and see. Because when you're so talking about that, there was this thing of for me. Does everybody know, truly know, Bob, what peace feels like? I don't think so. And mm. that's what we're about. I don't think so because we, there, the world would be a different place. There would be unity instead of division. There would be so much more honor and respect and love for each other. There would be communicating to understand Help me understand why you think that, why you believe that, instead of rising up against each other and creating this division and you're right, I'm wrong. There would be so much more peace if everyone knew this. So let's leave it there, Andrea. Absolutely. That's a beautiful roundup. So thank you so much. And to everybody that tunes in and listens back, we love you. We are so grateful for you. And this is the journey of uh, more peace in the world. So beautiful. Thanks again. Have a great week, everyone.